Hi everyone, I'm Rich. I'm Matt. And this is Overdramatic Tales of a Starving Artist. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at Overdramatic the Podcast and on Twitter at Overdramatic TP. So it has been a, as the kids say, fat minute. It has been a fat minute. Since we've been on here. Which we didn't think was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, but life is kind of funny, and the fact that we thought that this wouldn't happen at some point is kind of ridiculous. Beyond me, right. Yeah, because we both work full-time, and, well, huh, now we both work full-time. <laughs> well, yeah. give or take. This guy Depends just got a new job, so... Right, so you're no longer a soup warrior. How long did that little gig last? That gig lasted two whole days. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> and I didn't get fired. Side note, I right. quit. Apparently, your boss really liked you, right? Yeah, no, he was super chill, and we got along, but the job was calling for a server, and then I got there, and I was doing dishes and food prep, so not exactly... And not really, like, the tips that a server would get. Yeah, exactly. Just the big part. Yeah. I mean, I I know the game at this point, like... Right. And he's kind of like, you'll work your way up to tips, and it's like... Right. But it doesn't work like that. Well, it was so funny, because the one night you came home, and I had just gotten back from work... And you were like, I'm going to quit. I'm going to quit, Matt. I'm just, tomorrow I'm just going to walk out. I can't do this. I can't be a soup warrior anymore. (laughs) It's, there's quite, there's a lot of uh, trials to being a soup warrior. Right. Well, it's good that then, because didn't you get like a call the next night or something for this other serving job? Yeah, literally the next day, this uh, job called me back uh, that I just interviewed with just because like I wanted to be nice and I had already scheduled an interview. So I decided to go and they... They knew that I had another job, so I thought for sure they weren't going to hire me. Right. And I emailed the guy, and I'm like, yeah, I'm no longer working my other job. I hope the position is still open. Would you still be willing to, to hire me? Right. And he called me back the next day, and he's like, yeah, you got the job. You know, we'd love to have you on board. And I'm like, yeah, that's perfect. I'm so glad you got my email. And he's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And he's like, you're not a soup warrior anymore? And I'm like, nah. <laughs> so I work there full time now. That's great. Yeah. Which is, like, that's what, like a half-hour drive from here? So it's actually 25 minutes without traffic. With traffic, it's about an hour. Which, again, traffic, especially you, you're still getting used to it. I mean, I am, too. Because, like, what they say about L.A. traffic out here is all definitely true. Like, we haven't had to be in, like, the standalone traffic for, like, three hours yet. The standalone? The standstill? The (laughs) standstill. It's like a standalone movie about I mean, the traffic. Every day is its own little uh, standalone project segment. Exactly. So we haven't had to deal with that yet, but like the rest of it, where you have to drive for an hour and it for thirteen miles or whatever, like that's an an everyday thing. And it, the worst part is, is it's not even that far. No, that's the crazy thing. Like everything that we have to go to, or like any auditions, any work, anything, is probably within like fifteen miles. Yeah. Oh. Like everything's within 15 miles, but it takes at least an hour to get that far. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. But I feel like with anything, you know, we'll get used to it, get adjusted. Right. Um, I mean, I've already kind of gotten a little bit adjusted, but again, I've been here a little longer yeah, than you. Yeah, you've been here so. like almost a year. I've been here like a month and a half. If Eight that. months, thank you. Hey, man, four to go. I guess almost a year. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah. Time is weird, guys. It doesn't yeah. feel like it's been that long. But that's just kind of a recap on what we've been doing. We've been working opposite schedules, and that's why it's been so long since we've uh, been here. But it's Right. Well, there are even some days where, like, we'll both get back, like, at midnight or whatever and be like, we haven't seen each other, like, for three days straight. <laughs> it's so strange. That's how you know it's true friendship when you haven't seen each other in three days. Exactly. And it's like, wow, like, <laughs> it's been a while, huh? Right. <laughs> Not really. No. But, uh... 
Yeah, so it's just kind of a recap on what we've been doing and uh, why we've been so sporadic with our schedules. But now that I have a work schedule and not just training, we are trying to get on a good schedule and bring you these uh, these great episodes every week again. Right, exactly, which we're really excited to do. We're super excited to be back. We've missed you guys. We've, we've talked about recording so many times and everything and being like, we need to get back on that. And like, what are we going to talk about this week or next week? You know, once we officially knew we weren't recording last week. We um, have literally opposite schedules some days. It's yeah. absolutely crazy. Right. <clears throat> but without further ado, we have some questions for this week. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for sending some of these in. Uh, we love hearing from you. Let's take a look at those questions. So our first, actually, before we even get to the questions, we have uh, a shout out for our guy, CJ Brooks. Hey, CJ. Hey, CJ. What's up, man? Thank you so much for reaching out, and it was great chatting with you. Yeah, so, for sure. CJ is actually, he does podcasts as well. Guys, be sure to check him out on Twitter at CJ Brooks FM. And he is from the UK, I believe. CJ, I apologize if I didn't get that completely correct, but he is <laughs> from Europe somewhere. Yeah, and he's also got two different podcasts as well. Yes. One called The Tuesday Show. And one called The Order of the Odd Fellows. Yes. Which love, is super intriguing. Love the names. Yeah, for same sure. Here. Because you got simple, but then you also have the intricate kind of rolls the off intrigue, the tongue. Right. Yeah, it, it, it makes you want to listen. Catches the attention. Yeah, so check him out. I think he's on is he he's on uh, Spotify and iTunes? Uh yes. I know for sure he's on iTunes, but I believe he's on Spotify as well. But guys, be sure to check him out on streaming platforms. Give him a shout out. I know he's doing great work as well. But he actually sent a direct message to us saying that he's been a little bit down in the dumps and a bit unmotivated lately because he's he's one of those people that is a creative as well. He loves music and wants to make radio and doing podcasts and things of that nature his full-time gig, which I think is incredible. That's fantastic. I mean, that's kind of what we're doing. So right, we exactly. Can, we can definitely re- relate with you, CJ. <laughs> we feel you, CJ, for sure. But just wanted to show some... Uh, Show some love. Shout some love your way, man. Thank you so much for taking the time to uh, to kind of hang out with us. And, and keep going. You're doing fantastic. Like every little bit, I don't care how minuscule it might seem, any little step is huge Yeah, seriously. in the life of an artist, in the life of moving forward, in the life of any human, I feel like. Not just yeah. an artist, but like in the life of any human, even a step that seems like it's small, seems like it's tiny, is actually a very good and very big thing. It, it really can be. Yeah, so for sure. So keep moving, man. You're doing fantastic, and we're so proud of you. Yeah, we're rooting for you, man. And uh, a, a nice little side note as well, he's making the switch from, uh, what's it called, Audacity recording software to Adobe uh, CC, which is actually what we're using. And I feel you, man. There's a bit of a learning curve, but keep pushing. You're going to get it. Yeah, we had a couple days where Rich, because he's the one that does all the editing, he spent, it was literally, I think, like two days straight just yeah. on your laptop. That just was the first to figure one. It out. Yeah, that just was the first the one. The first one that was 10 minutes long. Yeah. We've spent about two days trying to figure out the editing of it. Yeah. Or it took me at least, it took me like 10 hours, I think. Yeah. 10 hours insane. of full editing. So I definitely feel you on that, CJ. Um but yeah, man, thank you so much for uh, hanging out with us and being friends on the interwebs. We love you, man. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we had another couple questions. One came from YouTube on one of our podcasts that we had up from a Ben Piper. Uh, he's he's actually still in high school, 
And he's looking at becoming a Broadway actor when he gets out of high school, out of college, that kind of thing. So the theater. The theater, the theater. Which they, I guess they always say is the true form of acting. Like, getting down to the root of it, it's the theater. Theater's not really but, my thing, man. I'm not going to lie. I know, lie. I know. So. I'd love to see you on the stage, though, sometime. I feel like it'd be... It'd be good for you, and it'd be hilarious for me. Yeah, it would be. It would be like getting into water with like floaties on. It would right. be very uncomfortable. I would laugh so hard. It needs but to happen. You never know. Days. It uh, could be. I think it's good to be well versed in kind of all forms of your craft. Oh, I fully agree. Absolutely. But anyway, so shout out to Ben. Hey, man. Hey, what's up, dude? Thanks so much for leaving us a comment here. Uh, what he says is, uh, let me find it here. <laughs> <laughs> that He's, darn technology. Yeah, that technology that we don't know what to do with. Um, he says, I'm really enjoying the podcast so far. Thank you so much. Yeah, man, means a lot. Thank you. Yeah, he says, I'm, I myself am planning on moving to New York City out of high school or maybe go to college. He's not sure yet. And he wants to be an actor out there. <clears throat> so here's Ben's actual question. He says, so I'm gathering that a demo reel is pretty important in the Hollywood industry. So my question is... Do you think he'll need one eventually? Uh, he's planning on moving to New York City out of high school, college to act in Broadway, and not necessarily in movies. Uh, but do we think that he'll actually need a demo reel if that's important for him or just for those in the movie industry? So last week we did talk about demo reels, which is where last this week. one came Two from. weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Last podcast. <laughs> two weeks ago. So what do you think about that? Do you think so, that someone just wants to go solely to theater also needs a demo reel? I would say absolutely Yes. Because it still kind of encompasses their their performances, you know, right. their uh, their ability, the, the demo of their craft. Right. So I think that a demo reel would still be a smart idea, whether you're going for television, theater, anything in between. Really. I agree. I think it might look a little different <clears throat> because while both of us have our uh, sights set on film, movies, that kind of thing. Well, you like theater as well. I, know I do you... like theater as well a lot, and I've actually been really itching to get back into it. But um, it, as far as the demo reel, since, that's, since our focus has been movies and TV, we haven't really thought about a theater demo reel. But I do think, now that we're sitting here thinking about it, I think a theater demo reel would be just a little bit different. Because I think... Do you think they could supplement one another, though? You know what I mean? Do you think... Because I think if you were to go for a theater role, but you had strictly a television-based demo reel, I don't think it would make a difference because they can still see your performances. I don't think so either. I'm thinking more from the actor's side. Like, because that okay. would be a little different. Because if you're just... If you're solely trained in theater, you have to be huge. You have to... Every word, every whisper has to reach to the back of the audience. I mean, you're going to have mics and everything, but, like, I think it might look a little strange if you're going to actually film a scene like one of us would in the movie industry because there's some adjusting going on. And it's good to get those adjustments down. It just might look a little strange and may not show them at their full capacity if they're used to a theater and all of a sudden have to act for, you know, a tiny camera. But if you, know you think I mean? about it, I think that as an actor, you should be able to channel that into, you know, a big role, a small role, a theater role, a movie role. I it doesn't agree. really matter. Yeah. I think that you have to be able to kind of play both sides of the field. I agree. Yeah. Just because because if you were to think about it in in regards to like a theater actor going on to uh, television set. Yeah. You know, you go from being big to having to act for that tiny Very little small. camera. Now, what if it was the other way around? That's kind right. of what uh, auditions are for, if you think about it. If they yeah. really want to see 
how how big of a an actor or person you can be on on the stage, then they're gonna get you on the stage right. and see for themselves. But I think that having a demo reel, regardless, will get you in that door. So here's what I'm thinking. I think that for those who specifically want to be in theater. I think a demo reel is a great thing. You should definitely have a demo reel like one of us has that's got a couple of scenes where you're showing your abilities in a close-up, in a two-shot, something like that, where you're uh, more doing the movie TV acting. But I think it's also good that when you have some roles and when you can, tape some of your, your specific moments where you shine on the stage and have those as well to supplement. Yeah. Because I think it's good for, again, especially if you're trying to get into a theater world, I think it's good that a uh, casting director would be able to see you working on something small, like a real demo reel, but also be able to see what you can do on the stage and how you perform and how you command the space yeah. and everything, which is incredibly important for any actor, but especially for those on the stage, you really need to command your space. That's a big thing in theater. Yeah, I and I guess the short answer to this would be is in my opinion at least, I don't know how Matt feels about this, I think variety is good. I think variety is fantastic. Again, again, you're more of a um, uh, generalist, uh, master of none. That yeah. Kind of thing. If you can kind of put your hand in every cookie pot, that's going to look a lot better. Because if, if you strictly only have a TV and film demo reel and you want to get into more theater productions, I don't think that's going to hurt you at all. Well, and Ben, the other thing is that if you ever did want to make the move to movie acting and everything, that is incredibly attractive to casting directors, to regular directors, producers here in Hollywood. They love seeing some sort of a theater background. I'm, I mean, from the ones that I've talked to and from what I read and everything, that's one thing they love because it's so much easier for actors to go smaller than it is to get them to go bigger. Yeah. So that's, that's really going to help you even if you wanted to get into some movies and TV. And that makes sense, too, because when I was in Meisner, uh, we were going through these these techniques, these exercises called home alones, and it is where you would display an emotion. You would pick one, either right. happiness, uh, sadness, Meisner. anger, and we would always have to start at a 10 and then bring it down. Right. Because it's a lot easier to start big and have to readjust it than to start at a 3 and get up to a 10. Well, and that's even the same thing that people do in music. Like, it's easier to prepare yourself to sing a note too high it's easier for you to then hit the correct note than it is to you know know, go up you know climbing stairs exactly that's that's a good analogy it's a lot easier to go down the stairs than to go up the stairs right so if you're starting at the top better than starting at the bottom yeah like us in this small apartment yeah way to go us (laughs) joke anyway uh ben the other thing that i'd like to say though is Regardless, I mean, since you're in high school, this is fantastic because you know what you want to do. You're starting small. You're starting uh, young, which is younger than we did. Yeah. But I guess the biggest thing that we can say, especially to you, is just work on your craft. Get good. Find a coach. Find a way that you learn. Just practice. Do stuff. Do mock auditions. Do what you know that kind of thing. Just get good because. All of that work that you put in now is really going to help you later on. Yeah, there's no such thing as putting in too much work. I fully agree. So we have another question from... From April. Hi, April. How's it going? What's up? (laughs) So April asked about a month ago. It's been a little bit. February 15th. We've been talking a little bit. uh, April's a friend of mine. Okay. So we used to work together back in the day. 
Um, back in so the Dizze. Back in the Dizze, exactly. Were you a soup warrior? I was a soup warrior. No, we were soup were. warriors together at a soup kitchen you where liar. all we did was boil soup from dusk till dawn. It was overnight. Okay, that was very dramatic. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Overdramatic. But uh, anyway, so April and I kind of already talked about her question in here, but I figured it'd be fun to share it with you guys as well. Uh, so a while back she asked, uh, when you're on set with an actor you admire... She said, I guess I'm thinking of This Is Us, since she personally loves that show, and Sterling K. Brown in particular. I have a question about professional acting. When you're on set with an actor you admire, I guess I'm thinking of This Is Us, since I personally love that show, and Sterling K. Brown in particular. Do you have fan moments where you talk to them about how much you admire them, or is that, like, totally amateur and unprofessional? So, I guess... In situations like that, the sets that... Because she asks that because a while back, I was a background player on This Is Us and had a scene in particular with Sterling K. Brown uh, that ended up getting cut from the show, which was fine. I'm just a background uh, piece. But a lot of times when you get on those shows, you're requested not to speak to them. Yeah. It's <laughs> unless like... they speak to you. <laughs> Do not speak unless spoken to. And pretty much. Yeah. Because, like... When you're on, like, uh, on the day that I worked on This Is Us, a couple days, we were shooting a scene with probably 70 people. If everyone, you know, walked up to the people, to the the actors that are trying to do their job and everything and just wanted to talk and kind of, you know, fanboy, fangirl all over them, that kind of thing, they wouldn't get any work done. I mean, they're there to do a job. And it depends on the actor, but a lot of them have a process that's, very internal, whether it's method acting, whether it's something else, it's very internal. And if it's an emotional scene or anything like that, they really need to get in their space and have access to those emotions and really can't be distracted by anything. So usually you don't talk to anyone on set unless you're spoken to. Um, on that one, I did talk to a couple of them for just a couple of minutes. And I know there have been some people that we've known uh, that have gotten had really good conversations with big stars just because they were the ones that broached the subject. They were the ones to open up first and start joking around or ask a question here or there or whatever. Which makes sense because if you think about it, like if you were at work and people were just constantly like, hey, hey, hey this, hey that, like it would get incredibly annoying. You're just, you're describing retail right now. At yeah, this moment. essentially. It is really annoying. But like <laughs> I know Jonah Hill, like, Jonah Hill, I don't remember if it was an interview or what, but he absolutely, I hear he's an asshole in person. Yes. But looking at it from his perspective, to have X amount of people come up to you every day and just be like, take a picture with me. Hey, can you sign this? Hey, this. Hey, that. It would be incredibly annoying after a while. I'm sure it'd be cool at first, but these are people too. And I feel like other people kind of forget that because you see them on the right. big screen and they're almost like put on this pedestal. So they're, they almost become like a commodity or a, <laughs> like a, a unicorn. Yeah. Something that's like there to be used or for their, for them to enchant things, to enchant things. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, they're people too. Um, when I was in New York, I actually was working a, a catering gig for a company and in New York, there's famous people everywhere. So a lot of the events that I did, there would be, famous people around, but that was always the thing. You do not talk to them unless they talk to you. And if they found out that you were bothering them or trying to do this or that, then you would immediately be kicked off the event. And then the client would probably never work with you again, because for that specific setting, the clients got to pick each and every one of us that worked each and every event. So it was very selective. So you wanted to stay on their good side. So then that way you didn't starve. Right. (laughs) But uh, there was an incident where I was, 
I think I was like stocking hand towels in the bathroom of this huge like fashion show type thing. And Neil Patrick Harris came into the bathroom and started like cracking jokes with me. And I was talking back to him a little bit. And at the end of the event, he came back up to me and talked to me a little bit more. And it was super chill, super down to earth guy. But in that instance, I think it would be totally fine. I don't think there's oh, yeah. anything wrong with that because he's the one that approached me. Right. And I'm not just going to ignore him because that's rude. And right. I mean, it's Neil Patrick Harris. Like, <laughs> Who wouldn't want to have a conversation with Neil Patrick Harris? He is actually his character on How I Met Your Mother. That is not an act. <laughs> it is actually him. It's hilarious. <laughs> Minus the uh, the whole man horror yeah, aspect that. to his personality. Because you've never seen the show, have you? I've seen a few. I've, yeah. I haven't kept up with it, though. Yeah. Yeah, he's not like that. <laughs> yeah, he's a very nice man. Yeah, fantastic. very funny too. But yeah, I, so in those situations, it really depends on the person. If they're going to come up and talk to you, then absolutely, like that's kind of permission to have a conversation back or whatever. But it's more about keeping professional, keeping a professional distance while they're trying to work, especially like when you're on set and everything. Uh, you know, you're not allowed to take pictures, you're not allowed to anything like that. Yeah, it's just kind of being respectful. Right, and really learning to read the room and read the person and read the environment that you're in. Yeah, because it is a job like anything else, and there should be some level of professionalism when you especially are at work because a lot of these people that you're working with, you will see again. Right. Especially Hollywood's a lot smaller than you'd think. Yeah, everyone knows everyone, and if you put a bad taste in someone's mouth, they are going to remember that. And it spreads like wildfire. It's crazy. Too soon. Mm, yeah, a little too soon. soon. We had a wildfire here last year that was very, uh, I was wondering, that was before Rich was here, but there were a couple of days there where I thought we might have to evacuate. Uh, but, ridiculous. Yeah, I know, it was crazy. And then we got all that rain, like, for a month straight. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Said it was, like, the most rain that this place has seen in, like, over ten years. Yeah. Which is wild. Another thing that happened over the last week or two since we've recorded our last podcast was we finished our script. Finished our script. Our first draft, anyway. <laughs> yeah, but it's done. It is done. We it's, have it completely finished. We have it finished. I have it out right now to a couple of people. I've gotten a couple responses back. I actually think I forgot to tell you. I sent it to a couple of people. <laughs> wow, this is a really good time to let me know. <laughs> right. I sent it to a couple of people just for some notes and everything. <laughs> I got. You're awful. <laughs> by the way. <laughs> by the way, concerning the script that we wrote together... Um, well, but, just like you guys, this is my first time hearing about this, so... <laughs> so, I got some responses back. One uh, was pretty long that I'm going to be going over with you once we get uh, the notes back from the director and the producer, I think is what she is, um, that are on this anthology film that we're writing okay. this for. yeah. So, they're going to send us their notes, which they said they have like a page, page and a half of them or whatever. They cool. just haven't gotten to it yet. So we'll put those with uh, the notes from this other friend of mine, and then I sent it to another friend that hasn't gotten back to me yet. So, A lot of people. Right, yeah. So there's like three or four in there, but the director loved it. The producer loved it. They have some notes, again, because we're first-time writers. Yeah. But they really loved it, and they loved the idea. They thought that we could even turn it into a feature. Which is awesome. Which is awesome and could be a lot of fun, because we have a lot we can play with in this world that we've kind of created here. Um, it's a good. It's a good script, guys. It is a good script. We are I'm both very happy with it. Very happy and very proud. Yeah, and especially since it's our first time, it felt so good writing it to you guys. Like it's, I don't know, it's such it's such a good feeling to have something that you can like hold in your hand and be like, we completed this. Because like as an actor, you're just like you get on set, you shoot a bunch of stuff, you go home at the end of the day. It's not like you're 
writing something or painting something and at the end of the day you can say I made this it's like two years and then you can hold up the DVD (laughs) and you're like here's this I made two years ago but it felt so good to actually get it done and get it written and finalized um so we start from the ground up and just make something yeah it feels fantastic but uh the writer and or the I'm sorry we're the writers the director and producer both loved it um, and they're planning on adding it to one of the few that they have in this anthology film. So, which is fantastic. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, so we'll keep you updated on where that goes when we can talk about stuff. Um, Definitely let you guys know uh, what's going on in our world as well. Yeah, keep for you sure. Guys posted. The other cool thing is that uh, I'm this, these same people initiated me into their uh, production company which is a lot of fun, um, through a friend of mine that also works at Target at the moment, uh, but have some good things in the works. They have their own little uh, production company that's full of fantastic people. We, you've got directors, producers, writers, a couple actors, um, and everything in there, which is great because everyone is there for each other. They're just trying to make stuff. So I went to one it's of their... It's important to collaborate. It's with very important. As many different people as you can right. to keep things... Uh, Flowing and, and with with as many good people as you can too, because there's so many people out here that you meet that really either don't have your vibe, you just don't feel right with them, or you feel like you're not going in the right artistic direction or whatever. And with these people, it just it feels so good because you feel like you're all on the same page, you're all for the same goal, and everyone is just there to help each other. It's like you're collaborating on a school project, but one that you actually want to do. And one you so, can possibly make money at. Yeah, you're one that everyone's wanna, passionate about. Yeah, you're going to want to pick people that you enjoy working with. Exactly. It shouldn't be a burden. Exactly. Like so, yeah, Right, yeah. Mm, school. Burden. But yeah, I'm very excited about that. Uh, what else do you have going on? Um, other than that, oh, I have a meeting with an agent on Friday, so keep I your fingers crossed. I actually didn't know crossed. that either. Did you really? I, <laughs> I told did. you about that. No, I don't think you told me that. I did tell you about that, I'm sure. No way. Me and Matt are like a married couple. That's actually true. Basically. Like, <laughs> but, it's just yeah. just behind my back. Right. I'm, I sent that to a bunch of people. <laughs> don't tell me you're sorry. I know you're not. <laughs> but, yeah, I've got a meeting with an agency on Friday about possible mm-hmm. representation, so... Fingers crossed, thoughts and prayers and good vibes and the whole nine yards about that. Send them all Matt's way so yes. he can be the uh, best he can be. The best me I can be. Dr. Seuss. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So um, So as for me, guys, I am just currently working full-time as a server, which, which is Which awesome. is a big feat in itself, getting yeah. that job. I Nothing love my at. job. Yeah. The people I work with are great. I love my managers. Very down-to-earth people. They're actually people. They're not just robots. Uh, corporate Which robots, is rare which in is a job. very nice. They're very chill, and they're very willing to work with my schedule. And uh, they're letting me bartend as well, which is cool, since they don't have any experience with that. So that's yeah. just opening up more doors for me as far as the uh, survival jobs go. It'd be fantastic if you could like get good enough to where you could... like. Get a job in Beverly Hills or something, mm-hmm. like the Ritzy, I don't know, the Four Seasons Hotel or something like that, that just could just, you could make some bank there. Yeah, Jeez. and not have to work so much, because right now I'm working five days a week, but right. uh, got to pay bills, you know? Yeah. So, um, aside from that, I am currently taking classes at the AFA studio. They are, Which is going swimmingly. Yes, they are phenomenal, and if you guys are in the area, I highly recommend that you check them out. They... We we're actually talking about adding scenes to our demo reels, and we are working on scenes right now at the moment, which is great. That's really, awesome. just kind of throw you into the mix, 
get you uh get you in the trenches that's what i meant to say yeah. just kind of really uh get you acting get you up on your feet and going through the the process the method so yeah I'm having which fun is with that. the most important part of any class in any actor's life is just, just doing act it. just yeah. do it just do no it. matter if you think Might it's going to be bad or not get up and do it what nike yes just nike do it. just do it <laughs> copyright we're gonna get sued <laughs> probably <laughs> or this is a shout out non-paid to nike send us some shoes yeah I, we would love to be sponsored I, yeah i don't own <laughs> nikes but if you gave them to me i would wear them i would say that i owned nikes to be sponsored wow that was really <laughs> smooth <laughs> <laughs> wow i haven't <laughs> i i have no comment never mind i was gonna say anyway something. so nike sponsor us please and or colin uh, kaepernick we are not getting it after that <laughs> <laughs> adidas also or under armor but anyway they've got their new rock collection for anywho. the hardest workers in the <laughs> <laughs> Under Armour. For yeah. the hardest workers in the room, go with The Rocks collection. The Rocks? Yeah, because it's Dwayne Johnson's like, line. I know this because I follow him on Instagram. I was going to say, I'm not going to ask. I'll We're just, just rambling now. Sorry, guys. You have to hear this. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much all I have going on right now. Uh, pretty soon here, in about a month, I'm going to be submitting for representation out here. Managers, agents, the whole nine yards I need to work on. Which will be good. You'll get uh, Getting headshots. Yeah. <clears throat> right now, I'm just trying to stay as fresh as I can. I just started working, so my money situation is kind of the most important right now, just so... You I gotta can, live. Yeah. You gotta live. Live first. Um, but I'm just really glad that I've been in class and been kind of chipping away at that, staying yeah. sharp, getting back into it. For sure. Well, that about wraps up the time that we have for this week. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Sorry we didn't get one out to you last week, but we promise from here on out... We will have an episode for you every single week. We promise. <laughs> but we are... Overdramatic. Tales of a Starving Artist. Can't wait to see you next week, guys. We love you all. 